the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Angela Paxton joining us. Now, Angela uh, has kind of a, uh, a famous husband, the Attorney General uh, here in uh, Texas, Ken Paxton, who I think is doing an amazing job. He is an amazing guy. Uh, you know, they always say, you know, behind a great man is a great woman. This should be flipped. Behind every great woman, there's a great man. Um, Angela is the lesser known of the two, but she is running for Senate and uh, is is truly, truly remarkable. Hello and welcome to the program, Angela. How are you? Well, I'm doing great, Glenn. What a nice introduction. And uh, I was listening in uh, as you were just talking. I got to say, I think the last person we want to take our uh, gun rights advice from is the Ayatollah. Yeah, I think that's that's probably a that's probably <laughs> a, a, a bad idea. But people will say, well, even a stopped clock is right twice a day. Is mm-hmm. he a st- is he a stopped clock on this one? Is no, I, I agree with you. He is a very he's tightly wound. That's what he is. Yeah. And uh, we've got to we've got to look out for our own freedoms here in the United States. We are so blessed to be a nation uh, with the greatest constitution in the world. And I've always believed that the best way to protect our constitutional freedoms is to exercise them. Angela, people don't know what their constitutional freedoms are. We, we've we've mm. gone we've gone down to a place to where it's like I've got rights. Okay, great, tell me what they are. And they they can't. They can't tell you. They twenty six percent now of the American people can tell you what the three branches of government are. How do we save a country that isn't even interested in knowing what it is we're trying to save? But you know what, Glenn, one of the things I've always appreciated about what you do is you, you teach. I mean, you, you're a great student of, of history, and you're a great teacher of history. And I think one of the, the failures that we have in the United States is a failure to teach the Constitution properly and at a, at a proper level in our schools. You know, that's my background is in education. I'm a 22-year educator. I taught in public schools and Christian schools, and we homeschooled our children uh, in early elementary. And, you know, and while my background was in, in high school math, I'm, I've got a lifetime Texas teaching certificate and secondary mathematics, but, but I've always appreciated, uh, you know, the, the importance of teaching students as, they're, as they are learning about what it means to be an American, about the Constitution. And I think it's a, a, a missing piece. Well, we, we haven't taught civics in forever, and you're running for the Senate of, um, of Texas, and we're not really, we're not covering local or state politics all that often. But I, I, I really believe in you, and that I'm not going to endorse you, and I shouldn't have even said that because it's always the kiss of death uh, for the candidate. <laughs> um, but... Uh, uh, I, I've, I've met you and I, I, I know your husband, uh, and we've had, you know, some long conversations and I, I just think you guys are the real deal. Um, but talking about education, I mean, you can't even teach They're They're, they're actually going in and changing again, the lessons of the Alamo and their quote in Texas, the, the educational system is quote, reimagining the Alamo. How, we can, how do you reimagine history? 
That's a, a very scary thought, isn't it? Um, I mean, how can we learn from history if we don't see it for what it is? I mean, the good, bad, and the ugly, um, that is how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we improve. Um, and and to, to try to, to remake things into something that's nice and neat according to just one person's viewpoint, it's very dangerous. So how, very how dangerous. are you, there, there's a couple of things in your platform. Um, you say, first, you're going to improve education. How do you possibly do that? Uh, and then I'm going to get into a couple of others. First, just real quick, how are you possibly going to improve education? Well, I mean, I think, I think one of the things, as I've been out talking with voters and, and, and people who live in uh, Senate District 8 in the Collin County area, for the most part, where I am, you know, one of the one of the things that people talk about a lot really is uh, bringing back a focus on history, not a revisionist version of history, but real history. And of course, you know, that's that's something that that belongs to our state board of education. But I think we have to be vigilant about the content that we're teaching our students. And then I think, you know, another piece of that is just making sure that we're properly training teachers, um, that we're attracting great teachers who, who want to make a difference in students' lives, that they want to teach uh, the facts. They're not, they're not there to, um, you know, to, to, I guess, progress some kind of crazy agenda, that they're going to stick to the, the curriculum um, that we're asking them to teach in Texas. Where do you stand on school safety and guns in school, and what are we supposed to do with this? Wow. You know, the left always makes these issues about something that they're not. But but what we're looking at um, in this this horrific, um, you know, recent experience in Florida with school safety is that we've got to make sure that there are people on campuses that are prepared and trained to deal with these kinds of crisis situations. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't stop the evil from coming, but you can be prepared to intercept it and stop it when it's at your front door. So you be for arming teachers, or do you want some sort of a, uh, uh, an armed system in there, and are you also for hardening of the schools themselves? Well, I, I think all of those are, are good options. Now, you know, for me personally, I'm, a, I'm licensed to carry as, as an educator. Um, I, I completely support arming teachers and making sure they're properly tactically trained. I mean, this, is not, this isn't, uh, you know, licensed to carry training. This is tactical training, um, obviously on a voluntary basis. But, um, you know, whether, whether it is the school's hiring um, you know, law enforcement or hiring, you know, re- retired, um, you know, military or or whatever, trained professionals, people that can be in the schools that are ready to intercept and protect the children. And until we do that, um, you know, unfortunately, these kinds of things are going to continue to happen. Let me just go, I'm going to go down a couple of just things real quickly, and I want to stop on a couple. First, you're, you're, you're fighting for property tax relief, which in Texas is, I mean, we don't have an income tax, but property taxes. I have, I have a house um, where everybody in the, in the area is, uh, you know, has an acre or two. I, I happen to have four acres 
the tax assessment came in and said, well, you could split that up and have three, uh, three more houses there. And you chose not to. And so you have to pay for the property tax of not just the four acres that I have, but as if four imaginary houses existed on there. <laughs> when we tried to fight it, they wouldn't even listen. We made an error in our in our writing of the letter. And they said, we we don't trust that this is what this letter means, that you were upset about that. And I said, we're standing right. We're the author of the letter. You can trust us. That's what we meant. We made one like, you know, it's it's like a Second Amendment comma thing. Um, and there's no tax relief here. And it's getting out of control. Any thoughts on that one at all? Well, it, it, it's definitely out of control, and, and um, it's, it's, it's something that we deal with here in Collin County and Senate District 8, but it's also an issue statewide, really, and, and the governor and the lieutenant governor have both said this is a, is a top priority for the next session. I mean, our property taxes are growing at a rate that, that far outpaces people's paychecks, for one thing, but but what you bring up is another another piece of the of the puzzle, which is, you know, there's there's no accountability. That those that assess um, no the values of our property, they they have no accountability to the to the taxpayers, and there is there's little transparency most places in the rate setting process as well. Uh, and we're talking to Angela Paxton. She's running for the state senate here in, in Texas. And I, I hope I, I hate to t- give you tough questions here because you seem nice, but I've I've <laughs> I've been watching uh, the attack ads on you, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm won over by one piece of criticism that seems to be in every single attack mm-hmm. ad about you. I know what you're going to say, <laughs> which is you seem you have a nice smile. Yes. Every, what's behind that smile, what's Angela behind? Paxton? <laughs> what's behind that smile? It must be, feel pretty good when you're running a candidate. Uh, you're running a campaign, and the worst thing that can come up with you is your, is smile. your smile is nice. Well, you know, it's it's funny as I've been out at the polls the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, how many people have said, "Hey, I'm voting for you," and you know what? You really do have a nice smile. It's crazy. <laughs> it's the it's the craziest attack ad I've ever seen in my life. It's constantly um, on. Let me just let me ask one more question. You say you want to secure the border, enforce the ban on sanctuary cities, um, uh, oppose new taxes and wasteful spending. Um, you want to stand for life, defend religious liberty, defend the Second Amendment, and honor the Constitution. Here's my problem. I think we are on the verge of losing Texas as Texas because of the amount of people that are moving here from California and other places that don't don't honor any of the things that average Texans have always honored. How are you going to reverse that? What do we what do we do? Are you worried about that? Well, I wouldn't say I'm worried about it, but I would say this. I acknowledge that our demographics are changing and, you know, the, the time for us to just kind of sit back and let things coast and things be easy for us as um, conservatives is over. Our demographics are changing, and we have the winning argument. We have to get out there and meet our new neighbors, and we have to help them understand there's a reason your company moved here. There's a reason that it's better here for your company and for your children and for your future. And we've got to get out there and do the work of, uh, as a friend of mine says, evangelizing the Californians. But we've got to, we have the winning argument, 
And we've got to get out there, and instead of just letting people be co-opted by the left, we've got to get out there and do the work of making the arguments and building the relationships so that people see the connection between why their companies have moved here and the success and the prosperity that Texas is. Angela, thank you so much, and best of luck. Angela Paxton, she's running for U.S. Senate uh, as a Republican, um, I, I know her and her husband professionally, and I am wildly impressed with both of them. Her husband is the attorney general, and uh, it would be great to have her in the Senate. But what's behind that <laughs> smile? More, Why are her teeth so white and clean? Probably more, and this is saying something, because you know how I feel about her husband. What's behind the smile? More brains and spine than her husband even has. Mm. That's a good thing. Wow. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.